Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender from Key Largo. It is a rainy day here today. And uh, I had a little on my plate, but I was thinking about uh, time. You know, you think that you have 24 hours in a day. You need to have seven, eight hours sleep a night. You should have seven, eight hours. Some people do it a lot less. Some people don't sleep at all. But um, I always had a problem with time uh, because I'm a procrastinator. There's a whole bunch of stuff I used to uh, put off in the past. Uh, put off in the past. Here we are talking about time, the past, present, and future. We'll talk about concepts and things like that. But <clears throat> as a procrastinator, I always thought there's more time left. I always gave myself more time. And then I would just put off things that I needed to do because I thought they were difficult. I didn't want to do them. It was, I was distracted. I have a short uh, attention span. As in case by, you know, being in, in the subtropics I guess we are in key Florida Keys there's a lot of things to really distract you there is water sun the 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 wildlife the you know be socializing and all this stuff but on a rainy day as it is a rainy stormy day in the Florida Keys in South Florida generally you start realizing that you know, when you don't have those distractions, you get a lot done. Yesterday, I did, uh, I got a lot for myself to accomplish. People always say, I accomplished a lot today. But it's all relative, isn't it? Some people have a lot of uh, things on their agenda, a lot of things to do. Like today, I had, what was my very specific? I wanted to... You know, it was a little personal time when I wake up and wanted to relax. And then I had to call my doctor's office. Call from 786-746-0325. Oh. I'm not going to take that phone call right now because it's 12 o'clock right now. And I said I would be there 1 to 2.30. Say answer or ignore. Ignore. That's my I phone call. So, um, now see, I got distracted. There I am, the shiny object. And uh, I'll double check on that. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to multitask right now. I am going to check on my phone calls and see what's going on with them. And then I'll, uh, I'll tell you about it. Let's see. Let's see what we got going here. 786. I don't know who this person is. I hope it's not the doctor's office. <clears throat> if it is... I am screwed. And I'll get back to talking about that yesterday. Uh, let's check the voicemails. What's this? Send, oh. Oh, good. I have uh, documents to send. I, I have a notary signing to do. The person just sent me uh, uh, the documents. Let's check on emails. I don't want to. Four unheard messages. Let's see. Oh. 
Oh, it's about a delivery. Let me say that. Well, let's see. Student loan department. I don't have any student loans left. When it still comes on. Huh. Friday. No message there. Delete that. Okay. Okay. No message there. Okay, that's an old one. So I'll end that. So we have no message. So I do have an email, and I'm going to have to get to that shortly. But that's part of the things I have to do. But I realized I had um, a um, enough time because I took care of things. So yesterday I had a doctor's appointment. You've heard this over the last several weeks. I have, or several months, I had a procedure. I have a, hopefully it's a benign tumor to remove off my parotid and uh, I share this with you because you know it's I know it's protected health information but why uh, it's not protected if I reveal it so I uh, I was looking to get the benign tumor removed it's not huge yet but it is noticeable it's uh, behind my right jawline and originally I had it looked at back uh, in the beginning of June when I went to get a CAT scan and everything done with it. And I went to the doctors on the, my specialist on the 5th. And we scheduled, originally scheduled it for July 29th, which was a decent amount of time ahead, but it was nice to have it done. But what happened was there was a spike in cases. So they canceled it and they rescheduled for August 10th or 11th, I forget the dates, and um, about two weeks before then, they canceled, and canceled it twice, actually. Uh, it was going to be later in August, too, and uh, then we had late, uh, we had, so that's three dates. We had September 29th, the August, two dates in August, and one in uh, September, and something unforeseen happened, not with me, but with my provider and I was uh, which sometimes when you hear something like that in this time you think you know that's life just things happen and uh, plans change so um, I had to do something to uh, get this procedure done so yesterday I had to go up to uh, to the mainland again to get a consultation from a new doctor and it's not because the old doctor wasn't great it's just that unforeseen events occurred and stuff like that I had to go to a new doctor luckily they're in the same practice and I had that taken care of um, not to, not the procedure yet but I'm on my way to get it and taken care of and that was a big thing for me I uh, today I wanted to uh, get a haircut I needed to get my original CAT scan to my new uh, attending physician or specialist and I had that taken care of then I went and got the haircut I went to see my uh, barber this lovely woman Doris she uh, she's a sweetheart uh, she has her own uh, 
a barbershop, you know. I like I like getting my hair cut. I mean, guys do a good job, but and there's many guys that do it, but women just seem to have the touch for it. I guess I'm kind of vain. And I think it's with short haircuts. I know I'm getting slightly off track, but when you get a short haircut, if you're a, a short hair wearer, you're more... Let's you think it gets scruffier quicker because there's less of it and you see it. And luckily, I don't know why I don't wear it long. I think the reason I don't wear my hair long is I'm lazy and I have a thing about hygiene. And I'm not saying people with long hair don't have uh, good hygiene. What I'm suggesting is I didn't want to spend the extra time doing it. There's nothing better in the world than just, you know, five second shower washing your hair and you're good to go um god forbid fashion changes and you well i don't think i'm ever going to do that but i i mean i can kind of understand how during the 17th the late 1600s and 1700s and into the 1800s people wore the men and the women wore wigs because all they had to do was take care of the wigs and you know they shave their heads and put the wigs on and have the wigs powdered and ready to go you know, just have, you know, I'm just going to put on this hair today, you know, but, uh, you know, but there still was the powder stuff, you know, especially in the King Louis, the, was it the 14th or something when they started powdering their faces and stuff like that. Jesus Christ. How about the amount of clothing they had to put on that had to be a pain in the balls. I don't understand how they put up with it. I don't know how they got anything done in that time because it would take a lot of time. Supposedly, in uh, ancient Israel, the there was for the Pharisees, for an observant Pharisee in the morning, there were certain habits and things they had to do with, I don't know, before they would leave their house or domicile, that... Would, it, it looked like it would take forever. It would take forever. And we all know there's a difference in people that how, how quickly they can get ready. And um, some associations with different groups, like if you were in the military, you, you, you might be able to get ready in like one, two minutes, a fireman, a police officer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a quick guy about getting ready. To, the longest part of me getting dressed it's putting on my shoes. And that's not because it takes me a long time to, to put on my shoes. It's just because you have to tie your shoes and all that stuff. You know, put on socks. And what I'm saying is that I'm really quick about getting ready in the morning. Now, there's certain things. You should brush your teeth for a certain amount of time. You should take your time shaving because if you're doing going really quick, you know, you don't want to spend like five minutes trying to stop a gush of blood coming to your face. I swear to God, I look like I was in a knife fight sometimes if I'm buying a shitty twin blade. I want to talk about that sometime too. Like the, the, uh, uh, razors, how the fuck are they so expensive? A little piece of metal and stuff like that. And why don't we replace them? Why do we waste with the disposable thing? I understand there's electric shavers and stuff like that. But why can't we just recycle this stuff? Like... Actually, they do have the blades. They used to have the handle, the safety razor. You take the blades and stuff like that. They come in a pack of 20 or whatever you buy them in. And you take it, you put it in there. It's kind of dangerous for, to have around the house when you have little kids. But after that, 
it's not an issue and you always have a nice nice razor going and uh, the, 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 they started out with a single edge razor and then you got your twin and then you got your triple and four not in a safety razor but in disposable and they go up to five now how much shaving are you doing like if you don't get all the whiskers out you know they show the graphic on tv it used to be when they come up with a twin blade the first one pulls out your whisker the second one cuts it i mean i've gotten a great shave with just a straight blade razor just as good as any other shave i've ever had just as clean so if one blade can do it you know, I don't understand using five blades. It's just like, in, like taking a razor across your skin five times. So, I mean, how smooth do you have to be? And then when you're done within an hour, it's already, you know, right now I touch it. Let me see. Let me see if you can hear this. I shaved about an hour and a half ago. And that's what my, do you hear that? That's my beard growing out already. Yeah. So what's it matter? You know, you get a real close shave. How many times are you going to shave a day? I mean, sometimes I shave twice a day when I need to, if it's important. When I say it's important, if it's important to me, I guess, because it's always important to me. Other, It's not like I'm being inspected by the gunnery sergeant or something like that. So that's time. Time shaving, toothpaste, uh, brushing my teeth, getting dressed, uh, oof, picking outfits, Some. God forbid, that's fashion, how people take it. I realize for some people that's part of their makeup and it makes them happy. So if you need to take, you know, to get ready, if you need an hour for big events, I mean, Jesus Christ, for I've been with women that take two hours, two hours to get ready. That's showering and then laying out the clothes because they don't have an outfit ready or they're thinking about it. The more clothes you have, the more burden you have picking it. You know, it's guys, you know, they have, oh, I'm going to wear that suit. And then if there's something wrong with the suit, I'll wear something else. So, and I'm sure there's guys out there that do the same thing. I don't want to be sexist about it because I think a lot of it is burdens we, that are put on, upon us by society. There's an expectation for certain events like down here they have a big fundraiser uh called the um, god what's it called it's for the hospital the boygan boganvillea ball it's a big fundraiser for our local hospital down here in the keys and it's a formal one and they have it at a big local park under these tents and it's a real hoity-toity event uh and it's just like going to a fancy dinner party and things like that people just have to you know it's evening it's evening wear and formal evening wear so it's tuxedos ball gowns and all that stuff even though it's funny you have ball gowns but very few people dance in a ball like fashion you don't have they don't do the tango you don't see anybody do the tango to like the hungarian rhapsody Something like that. But, uh, yeah, two hours. Two hours just to get ready to go out to an event you may spend four hours at. I think that's a misapplication of resources. So, 
think about your routine when you go. How much time are you spending just getting ready to do things? That could be a time waster. Uh, there's things we got to do. You know, like when I get up in the morning, you know, there's self-care. And I'm not talking about just showering, shaving, and, and brushing your teeth or masturbating or anything like that. I meant like eating uh, coffee. If you're fortunate enough to have people that prepare that for you, then, yeah, it's less time, you know. Yeah, you don't have to do clean up and all that. So what is there uh, in there that prevents me from getting things done? The television. The television has a lot to do with that. I watch the news. I got to get used to the idea. Once I got all the information, I could sit around and listen to the analysis. But I'm 57 years old. If I hear the facts and I get a little background on it, stuff like that, I can form my own opinion. I'm a smart guy. I consider myself a smart guy. You may have a different opinion of it. And if you have a different opinion, then I'm not a smart guy. Why the fuck are you listening to me? I have no idea. You're wasting your time. Okay? So I do have things to do, but I have plenty of time to do it today. I got a half hour. I'm going to probably in about 15 minutes, I'm going to print out some documents that I need to do for a uh, notary signing. I'm going to take care of that. And then if uh, there's enough time after the notary signing, I'm going to change very quickly into my workout clothes and go to this gym and get a quick workout in maybe 45 minutes and I'll uh, you know finish up there stretch a little and stuff like that say hi to my uh, uh, the people at the gym which I you know I work at part time then I'll pick up my daughter and maybe stop by the grocery store and plan to say I am I am so much more what do you say I'm much more efficient now that I, I fortunately have a drinking problem. And I say fortunately because I used to wait, I used to build my time around that. That was me. When was I going to be able to have my next drink? Like today, when I was in that, my heaviest of drinking, I would have planned to get up this morning. As soon as the girls left, I would have had a drink, waited till like 11 o'clock, go out and get a, well, I wouldn't have gotten a haircut today. I probably wouldn't have gotten a notary work done today. I don't know if I would have done this podcast. Wow. I, I wasted a lot of time for myself drinking. And I, like I said, so uh, I got to be careful with this time waster thing. I'm not saying drinking is a time waster. Some people need to blow off their steam. Some people don't have a problem. They don't build their lives around drinking. Maybe they build their lives around the places where they drink and uh, you know, just for camaraderie and things like that. I understand that. I'm a bartender, for God's sakes. How can I hate drinking? I just don't. Um, it's it's not a useful activity if it, it hinders you to do things and from doing things such as getting your work done, working, you know, making sure that you spend quality time with your family. Making sure you're not driving and you get a DOI, that'll change your life really quickly. That'll take a lot of time. Think about time. Think about your what you do during a traffic jam. Like you get up in the morning 
You get dressed, you go to work, you get in your car, you sit in there for an hour, maybe going 10 miles. Do something with that. Maybe get some entertainment, some of you unwind. If you hate your job, maybe you should be listening to uh, some courses. You know, there's a lot of courses you could take. You can get a little background on, on things you like. You can listen to a podcast. You know, there's a lot of good ones. There's one uh, one with Dr. Nichols from uh, the United Kingdom. The uh, I forget the name of it. I'll bring it to you. It's a great one to do. It's a, it's a five to ten minute podcast. Uh, 15-minute podcast. He's a psychologist, and uh, that's beneficial. So think about using your time. And there are things that you may appear to be doing nothing is not a time waster, right? you got to unwind. you got to relax. you got to meditate. Sometimes you got to watch a little news. i got to watch the, you know, i got to be considerate to myself and make sure that if I'm too busy and I'm not paying attention to myself not taking my mind off things and that's what maybe some entertainment does reading a book working out listening to some music that's time and people experience time differently as a child it seems like it goes on forever you go into school the class is 45 minutes long you go oh my god this is a lifetime 45 minutes, I could be in a conversation with someone and the time could just go like that. Or I could be in a conversation, it seems like, for hours. Time is relative. There's no explanation for time. There's no... There There are equations we use over time. There's speed, velocity, and all that stuff that we use time with. But there's really no scientific explanation to explain time, how it occurs, why does it occur, why do we experience sequential experiences, why can't, why does things have to happen on a timeline? Uh, if you've ever saw the um, miniseries on HBO, True Detective, I mentioned that before, but in the first True detective with um, the um, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. They had one of the characters who was, you know, they were belonged to some kind of weird religious um, sect and they talked about this kind of time thing where time is a, a flat circle and the way they experience it is not, it's just, you just experience different points on a circle. I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly. But people can experience time all different ways, imagine. Time could be rather quick. And as we get older, we think that time goes by so quickly. Um, I hesitate to say that time goes quickly when you get older. I think from being older when we're experienced that time we see things and say yes I remember that happening before I remember yes I had someone close to me die before I remember someone getting sick I remember going through this difficulty before and stuff like that so we don't dwell on uh, the things that make those pin those 
those push pins that we put into the events in our lives that saying this is happening right now like something really bad happens that's um people say i see my life go behind time stood still there you go it's another one so something happens in front of you you're driving your car down the road i drove was driving up to miami yesterday and there was uh all i could think about it was the, it was a downpour and we've all if you've driven for a couple of years in a rainy climate you've experienced a downpour and there's the first time you experience it, it's like, oh my God, I can't see everything. I can't see everything on the right and left of me. I can't see everything. Now, that's terrifying the first time when you drive in, or you drive in snow or ice, something like that. But, and so time, when it's terrifying, when the, when the rain's going on, it just seems so long. But if you have you been driving for years and you experience a bunch of downpours and a bunch of hazardous driving intersections, uh, situations it's time flies by you're thinking about things you're just not concentrating on the road so that's I think that's the way we experience time so someone pulls a let's say pulls a weapon on you it may seem like forever um, if you ever seen the movie so wait so how we experience things in time wise just think of uh, witnesses to a uh, an event and they say, well, how, ask the person if they saw, if you have a bunch of people witness an event. Let's say at a party, they witness an event. And ask a bunch of people, how long do you think that happened for? How long did it happen for? And if you're lucky, if there's a, you know, if it's being videotaped or something like that, you could find out exactly. But generally, what you'll find out is most people experience events differently. And it's not that five minutes is different to them than you. It's the way they experience five minutes. Because five minutes is always five minutes. It's like one meter is always one meter. I mean, there's certain cases. I'm sure you could do some scientific study where that does change. Where a meter isn't a meter and five minutes is not five minutes. We know that when you're going near the speed of light, that... Even though you, if let's say you're in a spaceship that can go near speed of light, you will experience one hour go by. Let's say you're going at the speed of light, near the speed of light. But everyone outside your relative environment, outside the spaceship, experience time in a different way. So you're, that one hour inside that spaceship is still one hour inside the spaceship. And you'll have gotten one hour older. Now, the rest of everything around you that experiences time, the rest of the world, could have experienced a hundred years go by. And you jump out and then everything's changed. And you're saying that time slowed down for you. But really, it, it, it really did not slow down for you. It's just that because it changed the... It changed the experiential, the experiencing of time. The experience, they experience one hour, and outside the spaceship, they experience a hundred years. Time didn't change. No one went into a different place. Things still happened. A hundred years still passed. 
just not for the person inside it. It's similar to a rainstorm. Think you're inside of a tightly controlled room with soundproofing and things like that. You could be in the room and it's secure and well built and a storm comes through and it's blowing for like three hours. Horrible. And you're in a room for three hours and you come out afterwards. Inside the room, you did not experience anything. If there's no uh, interruption of electrical service or something like that, you'd have no idea inside that room. But you go outside and everything could be in a disarray. It could be flooded. There could be cars flipped over, trees down and stuff like that. It still didn't change other than the effects the environment had on it. And time is like the effects on that. Um, there's there's people out there that suggest that, you know what, time is just a way we can experience reality. Meaning, think of the history of mankind. And think of it, there was no time. How do we put actions in order? Things could happen all at once. Maybe there is no time. Maybe there is only an instant. And we experience the instant in a linear fashion. And that creates time. Meaning maybe there is, after the creation of the universe, the universe only lasts for a, a nanosecond. And then it disappears. But the way humans are, are here or life is here to experience it and put it in sequential order and we experience it as 15 billion years, let's say. Instead of a nanosecond. But a nano, nanosecond or 15 billion years, it depends on how you experience that time. I'm getting a little too uh, far flung in this. I, it's just was something I wanted to think about. I I um I want to finish up. We are in the keys. So uh, I wanted to uh, thank the people at my the associates at the doctor's office has been helping me. I don't know if they're listening. I don't tell them about this. I'm kind of concerned because you know if I was uh, someone who was just selfish, I would be very upset. That And I am slightly concerned, obviously I'm slightly concerned that I had five new dates for the surgery and stuff like that. And even though it's benign, they said, you know, if you don't take care of it, you don't know what's going to turn into later. Well, I realize all the things that occurred had nothing to do with me. Had is nothing personal. It's nothing I, I could have done. It's nothing they could have done to prevent it. It was just, it just happened. And they were ready for me to complain. And I just thought, wow, I I thought it important to say, hey, listen, I understand that these were unforeseen events and I'm going to, uh, I hold you blameless and I appreciate everything you're doing, trying, trying to get that done. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the time thing. I'm thinking, wow, how long do I have to keep on thinking about this thing? And I was discussing this with the woman that cuts my hair. I say, listen, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, people getting upset, they have to wait, have to do it. Just think of life being like the ride at Peter Pan ride in Disney World, right? You got 
these long lines that wind around and around and around and around. You're waiting for this one event. And the one event is the Peter Pan ride. And the last, what, three, maybe four minutes? And you waited an hour and a half for it? And in the end, you go, is this really worth it? Well, what about the time you were in the line? What you were, what were you doing when you were waiting in line? If you're with someone, you can have a great conversation. You can take some pictures. You can have a good time. Use that time in the line to have some fun experience life. It's never a long time if you have a lot to do. You know, obviously, there's people that are in solitary confinement, that are imprisoned. Sometimes, let's say, pick a political prisoner. Someone that's blameless just because they hold a different view. And they could, like Nelson Mandela, the South African authorities uh, during the time of apartheid, uh, uh, they held Nelson Mandela, uh, the head of the uh, African National Congress, in captivity and given him virtually no contact with the outside world as free contact, not sending messages and things like that. Um, and he used his time wisely. He knew he had no choice at the time to be president. He did have a choice. He had to choose not to be active and not to be, he could have renounced the, he probably, there was an opportunity to say, listen, if you let me go, I'll renounce the African National Congress and I'll, or I'll work for you or something like that. But he chose not to and he, he came out, he wasn't crazy. He wasn't resentful. My God, I would be so resentful. He, uh, he came up with an idea that no one, I think they may have considered in other countries, but they really, South Africa put it in, it's called the uh, Forgiveness Commission. And it was uh, trials that would be held that would point out wrongdoings that were put out during, that were done during apartheid. And what they would do is bring uh, the perpetrators and victims together. And they would air out these things that occurred. In many cases, very horrible things occurred. And instead of passing a judgment, they would say, you know, well, we aired everything. Uh, we view it as wrong. And I don't, I'm not trying to simplify it, even though I am simplifying it because we only have a certain amount of time. Uh, it's over. But we recognize it was wrong, and I'm okay with you now. And it's time to move on. We got a country to run. Now, you know, a naysayers or pessimists can say, well, South Africa is a mess. They have a high uh, homicide rate. Their economy is shit. They can say all these things. But they did not. One thing that did not happen is they did not have a civil war after the end of apartheid. And they did not stop and kill all the uh, white people who were, uh, not all of them were the oppressors, though, but they were complicit, you know, a lot of them were complicit. And I'm not saying that would be understandable and things like that. What they do is, the, the thing they did was probably the best thing to do in order to move on. And I think maybe after November 3rd, no matter who wins, I hope it's Biden, because I know he could grasp the concept we have to move on 
after the election. We got to be able to, instead of having vendettas afterwards, going after people and things like that, we got to move on and do what this country does best, and that's uh, collaborating on great things. We should be collaborating on great things, on big goals. But uh, I'm hoping that we can do that. And uh, okay, I just hope and we move on and everything will be all right. I'm sorry, my phone's talking to me. I'm gonna have to turn this off. Okay, and I'd like to thank you for listening. I'm sorry for rambling times and stuff like that, but you know, I just want to put out two episodes a week. There's the Keys Bartender, and this is kind of stuff I talk about sometimes at the bar. Yeah, I know. You may not want to go now. Oh my God, I thought I wanted to see Jim. And he talks about this bullshit, time. Time as a concept. Time is an experiential thing. Yeah, well, that's what we do. That's what bartenders do. We're philosophers. We're modern day philosophers. There's no, I'm not equating myself with Aristotle or Plato. Uh, I do uh, believe in the cave that we really don't see the big, the whole picture but we're endeavoring to see the whole picture and be understand if you understand you don't see the whole picture you got to step on uh, other people now once you think you see the whole picture you that could be a deficit well this is Jim the Geese bartender I'd like to thank you for listening please share this with friends please send me an email if you have any questions that's Jim at the at keysbartender.com that's jim at keysbartender.com I'll be back Uh, we have some interesting guests coming up I have a young woman from Scotland uh, who uh, will be a guest next Thursday Uh, hopefully I'll pop a Joe back uh, and uh, I'll have news about my surgery till now take care stay dry and remember use your time wisely